It's bad. Anime. This butt's been used. I'm John. And I'm Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the show where we decide, is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? Uh, well, here we are. We, uh, well, um, well, so like, why this one, Bouncy? Because you suggested this. Like, why this one? I mean, I, you're, no, I don't you're mean right. that from, I don't mean that from as negatively as that sounds. No, I'm just no, like, no. why? No, no, no. Good questions. Good questions. All good <laughs> questions. I, you know, I, I, I've talking, I've spoken on the show about, uh, the man that, that is the doorman in my building. Right. Um, very nice guy. Very cool guy. Loves his shonen stuff. So talks my ear off about shonen stuff and also gotcha. pro wrestling, which is great. He's a big Jay Uso fan for some reason. Uh, I but mean, look at the look at the storylines been having the past three years. I kind of get good. that. It's been good. It's been good. But you know, yeah. like it's like that's his guy. Like his number that's one, his guy. All, like all time. And I was like, hey, yeah, let's go that far. But yeah, but <laughs> he's a big shonen guy. Shade. Big shonen guy. And uh, okay. his name's also John, so I come in and I'm like, hey, John. He's like, hey, John, yo, you uh, <laughs> you seen the show Zom 100? And I was like, no, I definitely haven't. Is that like a spinoff of Mob Psycho 100? And he was like, yeah, not really. I mean, like, no, <laughs> but like kind of, but not, no. And I was like, it sounds like a spinoff of Mob Psycho 100. <laughs> it's weird like, that it's, they just, it's, it's really not. Tyler, it's, it's not nothing it to is, do with it, but it's titled. It's, yeah. Like, it's, maybe simile, it's but there's a, no difference. Maybe it's the same studio or something. I hadn't looked this up yet, but I feel like there's some similarity, some significance, but not anything to do with like the show itself. The show is completely no, different. not really anything to do with it. Honestly, maybe some yeah. visual elements, but other than that, I, I there's like again, it's kind of like the buddy daddies thing where they name their shows so, like you know so wild enough to catch your attention. So right. I think right. That, I think I think that Zom 100 title was just like an eye grab. I think so too. And also, so after that, I kind of looked it up. I did a little bit of due diligence, meaning like I looked it up for approximately 25 seconds. And then course, I texted that's a long you. Time. And I, it, I know. For me? Wow. Sure. And then I, I texted spend, you. I usually spend 15. I know. And then I texted you afterwards and I was like, hey, this show's getting a lot of notoriety because I went to Crunchyroll to find it. And it was like the number one front page of Crunchyroll. It's also and on I, Netflix. It's on Netflix, too. Yes. It's in a lot of places. And I was like, ah, OK. seems like this Weird. is gaining some traction. Let's. I mean, let's do once, three once you're on a few different streaming services, it's a guaranteed um, um, chance of uh, you know getting a success on your hands. You're and, like, um, you're just straight up pulling those streams. So mm -hmm. I figured, why not cover it because it's still pretty early on. As I know, at least like when I watched them, there were only about five or six episodes out already. Yeah, I'm, I. I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't uh, bother looking to see how many episodes <laughs> were left. Um, I was like, wasn't cool. in your wasn't in your 15 seconds of review material. <laughs> no, and funny enough, I accidentally put the show off a little bit. Um, yes. Till oh last yes. Please, night. please tell us about this. Tell us about last night. Well, because I was, um, you know, I I live in Nassau County, Long Island, right now, but I went out deep into actually, um, I guess, are the Hamptons considered a separate county, or is there or is a part of still Suffolk? I guess I, mean, I, I think, think it's, it's part of Suffolk, right? I think it's technically Suffolk County. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah they still have the six three one area code on the phone, mm -hmm. so I, I'm assuming that's anyway. So I was deep on the North Fork of Long Island um, at, at our friend at our mutual friend Chris's place, and that it was just the two of us for a while. We're watching an, a, an AEW pay per view. This is Labor Day weekend. Actually, it's Labor Day right now as we're speaking because some yeah, reason correct. we always record on holidays now. We do love recording on holidays. I don't know. It makes me feel good on holidays when we record. It's like, ah, oh, I well, did something amazing. today. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hmm, what do I do all holiday? Nothing? Or do I record three to four episodes of, of the podcast? It's like, well, and that's then, that. And then nothing. 
And then more nothing. Well, we both pooped beforehand, so we should feel good we about that. We did both poop at the same time before starting this today, which is great. That, that's, that's what happened with our friend group more and more recently, and I'm uh, I'm not concerned. I'm just curious as to, like, how did how do our bodies like, get so relaxed to see each other? It's like, yay! <laughs> it's like social laxatives. <laughs> social laxatives. Or it's like, you know that thing with, that's, like... That's a, the with... best, worst metal band ever. Social laxatives. Social laxatives. <laughs> hey, what's up, Wanta? We're social laxatives. <laughs> I can't even say it. That's funny. It reminds me of a prank I wanted to pull, like, at one point, just, uh, with all of our friends, like, coming with a bag of pills, be like, you guys ready to get fucked up? It's like, oh my god, Rob, what are you doing? These are, these drugs, I'm like, just pop one, and they're just stool softeners. So the next day, <laughs> so the next day, he just wake up with, like, and you take a slightly softer poo, and then I just text everyone, like, fucking wild morning, right, guys? Got you, motherfuckers. Or would you, like, keep playing it up as that was the whole thing? Like, yeah, wasn't that awesome? You didn't have to strain? It's like, uh-oh, What? <laughs> I think I was watching this clip recently where, like, I might have sent it to you, but I'm not sure. But this guy was talking to another guy, like, on a podcast, and his guest had OD'd on vitamins. Um, oh. Or tried to commit suicide by over-ODing on vitamins, like vitamin B and D and stuff like that. Yeah. And, well, the other the host was like, well, clearly you didn't die. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I just didn't. I guess you can't OD on vitamins. And the guy was like, yeah, what did you get? Just, like, better? <laughs> did you just feel really good like after taking like 20 vitamin d supplements yeah i mean there, there is it can fuck you up in in uh certain ways i don't know the full scope of it i watched the um the fella from um the asian doctor who was cast in um hang the hangover movies that guy yes he's ken, a, ken he's, jiang yes Yes. So he's he's a legitimate doctor before he got into acting. So wait, really? I didn't even know that. That's really yeah. Funny. So like, I, th I think it was Wired. You know how they they bring on like yeah. a specialist mm -hmm. in whatever field to do like those type of interviews. Or, like so, mm -hmm. like people at the time tweet at them and you know, right. they'll ask questions, answer mm -hmm. questions. Yeah, but uh, Jong explained like how you like there's like a certain condition you can get if you over like take vitamins. Huh. So he's like, so I think someone asked like, if I take a lot of vitamin D, will I feel even better? He's like, no. And, like, it can fuck you up, maybe, so, like, just don't do that. <laughs> Breaking out vitamin D to the party with the boys. I'm on vitamin D pills. I actually need to take Doing mine today. shots of vitamin D. I actually do take a vitamin D supplement once a day. It's good for you. I, I actually got prescribed it by my doctor because it's cripplingly low. So Because you spend only... a lot of time out of the sun, yeah. Well, yeah, I work nights. So. You only see the nighttime, basically. <laughs> Exactly. So I have working nights and, you know, being Irish, you know, um, just the sun is um, not exactly someone I'm very familiar with. Not your best friend. No, definitely No, because he just he just hurts my eyes and burns my skin. I don't know why people like him so much. Yeah, I don't know either. Kind it's of a weird, dick. Man. Yeah, it's kind of a douche. Yeah, no, we have plants, but so what? Plants suck. Yeah, I hate you, plants. You, you, you. You rub, you rub you. your ankles on the wrong one. You're covered in rashes. Oh I God. mean, I, I remember I've sent you a clip recently of this guy saying, yeah, outside sucks. The only thing that's fun are like four casinos and like a pool. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I kind of love this guy. I kind of agree with this. I hate yeah. plants. I vehemently hate plants. I'm like, how, no. how can they, how could they die so quickly if you water them too much? Like, what bullshit is that? Like, I, I get all these plants and then they're like, oh, you got to water this one only like once every week. And you got to water this one two times a day. How am I going to keep track? I'm just going to water all of them when I water them. But then, exactly. then all of them die because I water them too much. And then I leave for a week and then I come back and then they're all dead. We're, we're watching Zob 100. Fuck plants and uh, zombies, yeah.
Uh, <laughs> I didn't think that's where we go with this. And zombies. Yeah, we're, we watched Zom 100. Um, you watched it last night. Uh, oh, yeah. With, so here's, here's with our, our, with our down, buddy right? Mike. Be- Yes. Well, yes, our Mike Sotak, who also joined. Uh, the, we have a lot of Mikes in our friend group, so for friend, for anyone named Mike in our friend group, we all of them go by their last name. And yes. I'm not going to start calling him Mike on the podcast. I'm just going to keep calling him Sotak. Good. But okay, so was, thank God. Okay. <laughs> you look I, genuinely relieved. I was being proper, and I didn't know if I was supposed to be proper or not when talking about a friend's last name. But I, I, I guess we don't have to be. No. Um, so good, anyway, good, so good, good. what happened was I watched the first episode a while ago, a couple weeks ago, probably around the same time I watched the vending machine isekai that we've at mm-hmm. this point is probably going to be out by now. Uh-huh. It should. So, yes. so anyway, um, I watched the first episode and I just completely forgot about the last two. And mm-hmm. so my plan was to leave even a little earlier than I did um, coming back from out east and I was going to come home early, bang out the last two episodes, head home, and then we'd start recording. Yeah. Um. But all out had fi- all out had finished. We were having a couple beers, and it's like, all right, what should we watch before bed? And I'm like, well, I got a couple episodes of a show to watch. You guys want to start episode one and get to at least episode three? And they're like, okay. Um, hmm. It was so funny because uh, they knew that I was uh, going to be recording this for the pod, so they felt at liberty to just kind of yell their opinions as we were going. Fantastic. Our friend, our friend Chris was super negative the entire time. And it's like, <laughs> he's like, I get it. It's an allegory for Japanese work, work culture, whatever. And I'm just, I'm just like, I mean, yeah, that's the point, but <laughs> goddamn, Chris, getting a little, uh, getting a little hot under the collar there, sir. A little angry over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know the Chris Statlander God, match yes. was short, but that's no reason to get that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it was short. It was a short match. Yeah, you know, uh, we're, we're big Statlander boys. You know, we're Long Island born, most of us. So yeah. you know, it's, yeah, uh, where we support, we support the stat. Yeah. Anywho, so. Yeah, the, we have our main character who I think it, it took like a, a little while for me to actually realize his name is Akira because, of course, it's Akira. And whenever you don't know what to yeah. name your anime protagonist, yep. just name him fucking it's like Akira. It's at least like a 30% chance that it's Akira at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's the plucky young college kid, like fresh out of college, who gets hired by a company and he learns it's one of those. Very, you know, it's, of course, this is what played up a lot for drama in this show, but mm-hmm. a lot of Japanese companies, they're notorious for this. They, um. Yes. Just ja- working in Japan absolutely sucks. Their work culture is yeah. completely toxic. Yeah, very so like exploitative. Just... Like they they use yeah. that word quite a lot. Exploitative, like work culture. Yeah. Like oh, your country's really exploits its employees. Like all of his friends tell him. All yeah, exactly. Time. It's like wow, you need to like quit. <laughs> yeah, and it's very fascinating. I you know what what was interesting about this uh, mm-hmm. first episode is that I think I really really liked the first episode. Actually, I was really oh, I really into it when it started because. Akira Tendo, right, our, our main character, yeah. he just starts at this job. And as you were saying, he's plucky, he's happy, and then he starts working there. And he's immediately depressed. Within a week, he realizes what the fuck this job is. And then he gets yeah. so depressed because his first day there, like, everybody takes him out to dinner. And he's like, this is amazing. We did, like, had work. Yeah. Like, I'm drinking beer with my bros. There's a hot chick in the office. And what could be yeah. better than this? And then they're all like, all right, time to go back to work. And he's like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. And then just, then just go right back to work to finish the job. And then his first day there is actually his first three days there. He doesn't go home for the first three days yeah, of he, work. Yeah, he pulls a couple all-nighters at work. Oh, and like, my Jesus God. God. Which, you know, like, I... In my early days of work, I had not experienced anything like that, but I have had some late nights very, very early in my career, and yeah. I really felt that. I was like, oh, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what that I mean, feels like. Oh, yeah, and just like anyone who's been, like, uh, dragged down by their day job, Oh yeah, I mean, can yeah. totally relate to this. You know, I've had, you know, thankfully I have a 
I'm, overtime is very plentiful, and they actually pay me for overtime in my job, mm-hmm. so I don't mind staying late. But those night yep. those nights happen where you're there like 12, 13 hours, and you're just like, I just need to go home. Yeah, I need yeah, to I go just to gotta bed. Get out of here! Like, why is this job important? Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's the thing, especially if you're unsure of like your or if you're unsure of your goal or purpose in a larger company. You feel like mm-hmm. a cog. If you ever get that feeling like you're just a cog in a machine, you know? Yeah, yeah. And also for him, uh, specifically for this character, like uh, Akira's character, like this, he, which is kind of a, an issue in a lot of places. This job, uh, he said at least, was his dream job out of college. And he got yeah. his dream job right out of college, which like, you know, maybe sometimes that could be a bad thing because you just realize that thing. maybe it isn't what you wanted it to be. <laughs> well, that's time. that's also that's also a crushing thing when you get what, whatever you want and you're just not happy or it's really yep. um, it was a bill of goods or et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like you're just not happy in that environment. That's a crushing feeling when, yeah, you know, it is. especially w- when it's the double whammy of like that ultimate high of getting everything you wanted and then the crushing reality of it. You know, oh, that, oh like, this isn't this isn't anything I actually oh no. I made yeah, a mistake. Oh, yeah, exactly. And at one point you have other employees sleeping underneath their like desks. That yeah. some of them are bragging. Some of them are bragging about having 150 hours of of uh, unpaid overtime for the month, which is 30 yeah. 37 and a half hours a week. So these guys are pulling 80 90 hour weeks and bragging about it. I'm like ew. Just yep. ew. That is that is definitely as like disgusting corporate work culture as you could possibly get. People bragging about how much they work, and yeah. like that that I think was so valued in like the in like yes. America at least in like the boomer period was so valued like how much shit yes. you're doing and like how much work right. you're doing. Um, and I'm sure it's still very much a thing in Japan, which I've I've oh, heard that, so that's... much about the work culture in Japan and just how incredibly yeah. difficult it is over there to to you know survive <laughs> yeah i when, environment. when i was 20 years old just studying there they would see a lot of japanese salarymen would see the long-haired american kid who spoke reasonable enough conversational japanese so they were just and because I, I told the story of the podcast before i was always told at the time my pronunciation was very good so mm. people would as, assume i had a higher level of understanding just because my pronunciation was better right. than it should have been at the time uh I see. and then they just laugh and they're like okay i gotta who are you kid let's, <laughs> let's talk so we, we'd have, like, several drinks out, you know. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was probably drinking Japanese whiskey a lot. Mm-hmm. And we're chatting, and they were telling me, like, yeah, no, I just worked a 70-hour week. And I'm like, holy shit. Jesus I just, Christ. I went to, like, two classes today. <laughs> you know, just to compare <laughs> I, our experiences. I've been, I, I actually just, I drank for 70 hours this week. <laughs> at the time, uh, I mean, not far <laughs> off. I mean, you know, <laughs> probably at the time, you know, no. Nah, Oh yeah, N- numbers are numbers. Anywho, yeah, I mean to, <laughs> to echo to echo Chris's very loud point. This is definitely an allegory of Japanese work culture. Even more so, it is just a commentary on Japanese work culture in of itself, of course. Uh, exactly. But Where, obviously, you know, you're thinking throughout this whole episode. Okay, when's the zombies coming? And and then and they, they just. Sh- and they just show up because, like, I love, of course, it's, it's a very Anno. Uh, there's a couple of, like, Gainaxi Anno-esque things in the first episode that made me, of course, get very happy. Mm-hmm. Where um, I, it's cheesy as hell, but the, uh, the, the poetic and cinematic device they use where at one point Akira's so beaten down his entire world's gray. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. getting chased by the zombies. Yeah. But then, but then, uh, <laughs> what was I about to say? But then, like, he realizes he doesn't have to go to work. His entire world turns to color. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. There was, I really enjoyed there, that touch. Yeah, I really enjoyed the touch too. He even sees his own blood at one point. He's freaking out because it's how bright and red it is. And he's and like, I'm "Woohoo!" Just, <laughs> yeah. 
and just being that i but i can relate to that so hard that freedom yeah and i love of course yep. the one scene where he's like laying on the roof the world's falling apart beneath he's like what can i do today well, i can get my motorcycle license i'm like you don't need that the world's falling apart and he was yeah, like you could just maybe maybe i can drive a motorcycle and he's like maybe i could binge drink and watch movies all day and i'm like okay this guy's my speed uh, yeah yeah while what that line did pop the room when just it's just three adult males having uh a few too many beers you know and we're just like okay yeah this guy's kind of sick reminds <laughs> us he's like a young adult you know what i mean yeah of course of course yeah that that but, like you know, that popped me too at home but he was like you know what why don't I just like drink beer all day? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> come to America's boy. Let's go. I'll give you some moonshine. Okay, yeah, you will. You will. You have it. You do have it. Yeah, I'm actually, 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 I told you that story before we got on the on the pod. We, we both ran behind a little schedule today. You were at brunch and I was coming back from out east. And I was a few minutes late because I did miss a turn at one point that I had like 10 minutes to my trip. I got off of the wrong exit. And um, but another uh, 20 minutes or so because uh, in, in that part of long island it's all like farms and vineyards and shit mm-hmm. but i see a moon sign dis- distillery right on the right si- on my right hand side so i pulled over immediately and i'm just like time to get some moonshine i walked in it's just this dude he's like yeah i got moonshine i make it in my basement i'm like we should phrase that differently but, i'll uh, take two <laughs> i did because this, this guy's deal was amazing um i actually had to tell him to stop serving me because he was um the, the the original uh i was looking at the menu and of course the first option you know appealed to me was a, a three like a tasting of three whatever you want for nine bucks i'm like awesome and the tasting glasses that were used they're like kind of actually like uh they look like almost like wood uh like medieval style like tiny little picture like a medieval chalice but like uh-huh. the size of a thimble oh fun <laughs> yeah so like there's there's cute little like miniature uh, tasting glasses so mm. i I tasted three things, and then he kept giving me more things I didn't ask for, uh, you know, just because he's like, oh, yeah, if you, oh, because yeah. they had like a spicy, he had like a spicy apple pie moonshine, which is one of the ones I got, and he said, yeah, let me show you, let me actually, let me show you the spicy whiskey, I infuse it with the same jalapenos, and uh, and, he, and he offered me like one or two more, and then eventually I had to, I had to say like, uh, sir, I have to drive. <laughs> um, I have a car. You're on the side of the road. I parked right here in front of you. Is this what you do you're, to everybody that comes here? You're on the side. Well, they're great because it was actually pretty funny because there was like a family of four buying stuff in front of me. Um, there, there was a young girl with them. She must have been like 22. And she was saying, have you been here? It's really good. And she was clearly buzzed. So I'm like, okay, she is getting buzzed right now with her family because they, they had shots on the menu. So for, for $6, Amazing. you could have a shot of whatever you wanted. And I'm like, wow. oh my. So like fucking families are probably pulling up getting shots the ones who aren't drinking are probably driving everyone back i'm like what the fuck is this place of this man's basement moonshine that he's just giving out to people on the side of the road he must he must have one of those big ass farms or something in because like he told me he was talking to me about the barrels and i'm like you have giant ass barrels of bar- in your basement of- yeah he had like giant ass he he had enough space in his basement with like with all the barrels of brandy oh. he made he, he said yeah I, I kept it limited though i only, I only did a thousand bottles i'm like you what? must have an indi- how how large is your basement sir he exactly he must actually own like one of the vineyards or something near oh yeah wow. he, he probably own, he probably is probably his house is probably a massive actual distillery i'm like maybe he has like some sort of yeah i was gonna say maybe he has some sort of thing going on and then he just uses the basement <laughs> as his like personal project on the side but he just shouldn't phrase it as his basement <laughs> he really <laughs> like, shouldn't 
<laughs> he could have just said, yeah, I, I aged this for seven. Because it was a seven-year brandy was the one he wanted to really show me. Wow, it's just been of course, it was the most expensive. Seven years. Hmm. Yeah, wow. aging seven years. I did. I did he, gave, he gave me a free taste of it. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not very familiar with brandy. But that was fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about it either. But I'm sure it but, was delicious. But, but, yeah, but it, it came really from his basement. Brandy. Very interesting. Yeah, that's the thing. He, why did he say basement? But, yeah, so as <laughs> in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to get back. We, I got to record. But I got to get some moonshine. So I did. I got the regular apple pie moonshine and the spicy apple Yum. pie moonshine. Yum. And depending on how the rest of this day goes, um, there's a barbecue going on not too far from me. So who knows if I, if I stop by right before everyone goes to bed. I'm like, hey, who wants some moonshine? Like, Excuse me? I feel like right before everybody goes to bed is the perfect time to offer people moonshine. They've gone through <laughs> enough in the day that they're like, you know, I'm about to go out anyways, like down out, down and out as in. So yeah. I may as well just like have something warm on the way down, you know? Yeah. So, so my my Labor Day weekend has been very interesting. Watching that's crushing cr- crushing a variety of beers with the boy, boys last night. Excuse me. Watching Zom 100. Chris went to bed after the second episode, and uh, me and Mike <laughs> stayed up and watched the rest, and it was great. Any, anywho, um, yes. I really really did enjoy the first episode because of those yes, cheesy little poetic devices. You know, you mm-hmm. could you could say like, oh, that's a little over the top, but like it's anime; it's supposed to be over the top. No, I, co- I very it, much enjoyed it. I think I really really also enjoyed the main character's kind of transformation from this like very very sad, like very yeah. very like doe eyed, but also like really really pronounced eye bagged, like overworked yeah. guy to this just super happy like I don't have to work anymore. Oh my yeah. god yay and just being super happy even though people are like literally getting murdered right below him it's very funny so i I really enjoyed that juxtaposition as like you know everybody obviously sees this as the apocalypse and he's like this is like the anti but like that like yesterday was the apocalypse this is great like i'm having a wonderful time so i really enjoyed that kind of like anime spin on it where it's like i love the juxtaposition yeah this guy loves life right now but life is getting eaten by zombies yes that's his life and he doesn't care in the next episode he goes to the convenience store he's scaling the beer he wants to just buy beer he's like no i'm out of beer i can't chill out without it i'm like okay you might have a problem but given everything you just went through at work i'm gonna give you the pass bro i'll give you the pass yeah yeah, it's fine it's fine but it was so funny because he was scaling down the building and he sees his neighbors are like who are you and he's like i'm a guy want anything from the convenience store they're like what (laughs) <laughs> the only the only character I didn't like was the because it was a couple and I didn't like the female because she asked for toilet paper and specified two ply. I'm like, ma'am, the world's on fire. You can't specify what kind of toilet paper you want. You will get what you get and you don't get upset. Exactly. But fucking Akira gets on his motorcycle, plasters some zombies and nothing made me laugh harder than when he got off the motorcycle, was walking into the convenience store and started going beer, beer, beer. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because I always, and, I think I think I always do that in my head when I go buy beer, but now I might just do start doing it out loud. Just go head to McBreeze or my other beer. local beverage center. It's like beer, 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 yay, beer. <laughs> just loudly start saying that as I'm marching. It's like okay, this kid's it's clearly nineteen. And I'm I like, love no, that. I'm He's thirty. Like- He's going in there and he goes in there and he, like there's that lady in there. Right? I don't think they revealed her name yet, but she's in there, this girl, and she's like buying like actual or not buying, but actually like, like getting yeah, products, like things that like will sustain proper supply, your life. Yes. You know, survival supplies. materials. And he's just filling up his case with just cans of beer. beer and yeah. she's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, <laughs> like, she's like, what are you doing? Of course, she's like the edgy pragmatist right here. Who, and probably yeah. how you should mm-hmm. be in, in a fucking zombie apocalypse. She's like, probably you're useless. And he's like. But we can hang out. And she's like, no, you're going to get me killed. 
And we don't, we presumably see more of her later on in the series because uh, in, in the intro bit, she's a, she, in there featured yeah. predominantly. So the episode ends. Of course, Akira goes back to his apartment building. The couple got infected. So yep. they're dead. Yep. And he's like, that sucks. And I don't remember, remember how the episode ends. He's kind of like, oh, well. I really don't. He's like, all right, well, I got my beer. <laughs> exactly. Then he, start, then he starts having some beer. He's like, well, life's going to be tough, but I have beer. I'm like, if if they actually, if they got this episode sponsored by a, a proper uh, beer in Japan and actually had their advertising all over the episode, like the actual cans was that brand instead of like just the generic beer. Yeah. It, it, I mean, that would have been the best product placement of all time. Like, wow, Incredible. the world's on fire, but I can still go for an NPC right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these zombies have killed all of my family and friends, but thank God I got a 16-pack of Kirin Ichiban. Exactly. Thank God I got 20 Kirins. I'll be God. fine. I'm like, I'll be fine no for two hours. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be fine for one movie. <laughs> yeah, so that, that happens. And, of course, I think at the end of the second or the end of the first episode, somewhere in the first two, he starts creating, right. like, a bucket list and that's, I guess, like the the idea of the whole show that he wants the to actual 100 accomplish is the 100. all of these 100 things before he inevitably dies or turns into a zombie. Uh, yeah, which is fine. I like the concept, honestly. It's it's. I it's, love that it idea. It makes like, sense. You know, if, it's if, like, if I'm about yeah. to die, here's what I'm doing. Right. And I just love the tone about it because it's so positive. It's like, well, I'm gonna die, but I yes. love that kind of tone, like smiling yes. in the face of darkness, or like I always go on about. It's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I loved Ava so much. So that's why mm-hmm. I like uh, like the ending of Ava. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I like so I really like some of the emotional notes they're hitting here. But I also really enjoyed the fact that he only gets up to 30 and he's like, I'm out. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> yeah. And one and the of the third things, episode, notably, yep. he wrote was drinking beer with my friend. And yeah. uh, in the third episode, of course, as you were about to say, I'm sure he uh, yes. goes to save his friend from a, yeah. from a from a nightclub in Shinjuku that's clearly half sex dungeon. So yeah, it was like funny. a brothel. It was a brothel in Shinjuku. The guy clearly went to before the thing broke out and fucking the girl he was with turned into a zombie. But she turned into a zombie while she was bound on a giant complicated sex machine. <laughs> I don't so know how else to describe in it. They're locked in this room with this BDSM zombie that's just And he's like, God it. damn it. And he suddenly gets a call from Akira and he's like, Hello? And he's <laughs> and Akira's like, Oh Tencho, you're alive. Sweet. And and he's like, Hey Akira, you sound upbeat. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Akira's at the time, he's like, Where are you? Shinjuku. And he's like, Cool, I'll save you. It's like I'll come <laughs> get you. Yeah. It's like, excuse me? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and, but it's confusing. Yeah. So he, he drives through sh- like what's clearly meant to be Shibuya first. I'm like, that's not Jinjuku. <laughs> that's that's the Shibuya crossing. What what, what are we doing? Inaccuracies. What is yeah, this? Exactly. I mean, I mean, they're, like they're down the road from each other. But I'm just like, I guess he you know, he took the scenic route. Um, but yeah, eventually he busts out Kensho, who is um, who led a very different career path than um Akira. Yes, K- they... Kensho was telling him the entire time, like, hey, yes. you need to quit this job, dude. And Akira's like, yeah. it's not that easy, you jackass. And, yeah. And, and they have like a bit like, of falling yeah, out because of it. Like, uh, I'm like a real estate agent and I meet celebrities and like I'm all cool and stuff. And yeah. immediately when he was saying those things, I was like, he hates his job. He absolutely exactly. fucking hates his job. And then, exactly. of course, it gets revealed that like, you know, Akira's like, I hated like, my know, job. Kencho, I'm so sorry, man. Like, I, I, I can't believe I just was pissed off at you. I was just jealous that you liked your job and you were doing well in life. And Kencho's like, I yeah. hated my job, too. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and then and with Kenshiro, they were fucking my rev- favorite yeah. scene in the first three episodes when like they get to a roof because they've evacuated yes. the building that Kencho's in, and Akira's yes. like, "I'm just gonna jump across the street to the next building roof," and he does it because he just doesn't yeah. give a fuck anymore. And Kencho's like, "Bro, I can't do that." And, and during oh this time, God. Kencho reveals that he didn't really want to be a real estate agent. He wanted to be a stand-up comedian. He and wanted Akira's to be a comic, like, yeah. And Akira's like, yo, that makes sense, bro. You're so fucking funny. You should you should have totally done that. Just do your stand-up routine right now. And the yeah. zombies are coming, and he's like, okay, fine. And then he, like, runs to jump, and immediately, and you know what I'm going to flashback to yeah. with this, but immediately, yes. mid-air, loses all of his clothes, gets completely yes. naked, falls Barely grabs onto the building. Akira has to fight back tears of laughter to pull him up. And yes. he gets up and he's just fully naked. He's like, dude, you're so funny. And he's like, I know. I want to be a comedian. I just get naked all the time. It's great. Well, it's funny. There, there was a period of my life where that was a very common comedic trick of mine. I used <laughs> I used to say, well, you can't argue with a naked guy. And then immediately get naked as fast as possible. Just be naked. <laughs> like, just just be naked. Mid-air, you can't argue with Mid-air, you, just, just shed your clothes somehow. Yeah, as you get, yeah, I, I honestly don't remember doing this. But as you guys infamously told the story, we were in Amsterdam of all places. We got mm. back to the tiny the hotel room that had four beds in it somehow. Like it was yeah. four Four twin beds in literally a room. Like yep. there was, it was, there was no compartments. It was just a room with four beds and maybe a yep. bathroom. I barely remember that part. Yep. And then, uh, fucking, uh, apparently we got home and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. And then I, I, as I start falling down into bed, somehow I get naked before I actually touch the bed. And you go, I was like, how? How did you get naked so fast? This exactly reminded me of that. It was beautiful. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it, it, it pops the room. A, a naked guy is always just funny. Yeah. You just can't argue with him, you know? Yeah, you, can, you can't argue with a naked guy. So um, take that away, listeners. And then they, and argue they, they with end the, naked the episode. Guy. They end the episode both naked, drinking beers on the roof like total yeah. bros. Like total bros great. being guys. Just being boys, being dudes, being gays. I mean, guys. Guys. Just hanging out. Just guys. <laughs> guys. Very quickly, you're both like, guys. Guys, guys. And, and they're hanging out on the roof, just both naked, just hanging out, laughing. And that's the end of the third episode. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been pretty positive this whole time, and I genuinely didn't I, think I was going to be so positive on this. I have a confession to make. Okay. Because, remember how I said in the intro, they, they highlighted four characters, one of them who didn't show up yet. It was right. a blonde lady, the blonde lady with big old boobs. Yes. And my, and my, Mr. Sotak looked at me, he's like, it was, it, this one's just him and I awake, he's like, well, she's probably debuting in episode four, we gotta watch it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, let's watch episode four. So I, um, Did she? I, I, she didn't show up, but episode four was hysterical. Oh, really? Okay. Well, good, good. good. So in, wow. uh, in contrast to the format of our usual three episode rule where we decide if we're in, in and out in a show, I have, I guess I've already made my stance. I guess I'm in on this show because I did watch episode <laughs> four and I fucking loved it. So, so I, I looked up, I have like some synopsis of the episodes and I briefly looked up the synopsis for episode four and it, it is killing me. It's Akira and Kensho decide to go to the department store to get a flat screen TV. Yes. I, I fucking love the premise it's, of this show about just being two dudes that want to bro out and just totally bro down. And they're like, well, we got the beers. Well, we got the apartment. We just now need, we need a, a TV. flat screen TV to watch the game. <laughs> and, and the episode going only out gets... And just, during a zombie apocalypse yes. to just find a TV. 
and it just escalates from there. The humor it gets insane. God, at that's one point. amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, this yeah, the, they they did a really good job with positioning this show narratively in the way that it's just so fucking funny, and you're yes. just so excited to see like what it, what antics are they gonna get into next? Because it is really just like weirdly enough it's like kind of slice of lifey but in a zombie yes, world but but a zombie apocalypse slice of yes. life kind of action series because they have some and, cool action moments yeah. as well the action mm-hmm. isn't emphasized as much obviously but it's mm-hmm. cool and sure. fun yeah yeah so i guess i'm in on this i'm really enjoying it and i'm going to continue it in my free time maybe gradually of course but when i you know when i have a free yeah. moment here or there but you know what i was really pleasantly surprised by zom 100 i thought yes. it was a funny good time where do you stand, sir? Are you in or are you thinking maybe out on this one? I'm also like super in. I was so skeptical nice. at first because I just had no idea what to think at first. The first episode kind of grabbed me and how like dramatic it was and like how like the colors and like the art yeah. style. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, and then the next two episodes, I was like, oh, this is what the show is. That's yeah, okay. Now I get the, now I get <laughs> the point. I'm down with this. Yeah, it's just kind of like. I love it as uh, maybe I wouldn't like binge it or anything, but anytime I kind of have like some free time, like let's see what's happening in this world right now. Exactly. And just kind of go go into it. And I think that's probably how I'm going to consume it over the next few months because like watching yeah. three episodes in a row was fine. But like, you know, I could watch like one every other week, honestly, and just or exactly. weekly as they come out yes. and just ingest yes, exactly. it as, as the as show is intended to be consumed weekly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just think the show was so freaking funny. It was so funny. It was really well done. I like the characters. I like the relationship between Kensho and Akira so far. I just think it's right. so funny. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm fully behind this show. I think it's great. Yeah, this is, I think, the most, this is the most positive we've both been on a new a newer program in a while. So It is. Coo- it is. And coo- I, I, it's newer, so I really didn't expect much. But damn, it is, it is really fun. It is a great I'm time. going to raise, I'm going to raise my Red Bull right now and say cheers to you, Zom100, for being a, such a pleasant surprise. Yes, and I will raise my water. <laughs> We're lame. We'll do that. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. It's a Monday. Happy Labor Day. Labor. It's bad. That's right, everybody. The fun is over today. Thanks so much for clicking on the episode. But the fun does not have to stop here. You can hit us up anywhere that you can find us on Instagram or TikTok at BadAnimePod. Or you can even email us to get in touch with us directly at BadAnimePod at gmail.com. If you got any opinions or you just want to send some hate mail or love mail, we'll take both. We don't care. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, and have a great day. Simple Equations Podcast Network.